0: Hey York Alliance Church, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Monday, January first, twenty twenty-four. I hope all of you are doing well uh, and maybe enjoying this day. Hope your uh, Christmas and New Year's uh, holiday was was good. I uh, hope you had a time to spend with family and friends, and maybe relax a little and and celebrate Jesus with other loved ones uh, and. Yeah, I don't know about you, but uh, as I look forward into the new year, I'm one who always uh, is thinking and planning. And for me, the new year is a a new start, kind of getting motivated to think about what could happen in the coming year. Uh, What do we want to focus on? Uh, Some new initiatives. Uh, Where's God working? Uh, Where's he going to lead us? And uh, always amazed when I look back at the end of the year to where to where God has taken us. Uh, It's just been an amazing journey and continues to be an amazing journey, uh, both at York Alliance and Mosaic City Church, where I'm connected to both of those places. Um, And so uh, just uh, excited as we step into the new year. I don't know how you feel uh, if you're a a person who makes New Year's uh, resolutions or uh, anticipates uh, a new year with new goals and and uh, things that God's gonna accomplish. Or whether it's just another day on the calendar, like, okay, time to go to work on Tuesday and uh, we'll get right back into it. Cause that's a reality too. Uh, it is another day and uh, we have responsibilities and, and jobs to go to. So, uh, but I wanna uh, welcome you to this Missional Monday. And um, as we think about um, the coming year, at least as I think about the coming year, I wanna focus on. Uh, a new uh, international worker couple that you were introduced to uh, on Christmas Eve day, Christmas Eve morning during the morning service. Uh, If you were there, uh, you heard Pastor Brian introduce uh, this family uh, and this couple uh, to the church. And um, for safety reasons, um, on this podcast, and also during that time, we didn't uh, broadcast that over our live stream. Uh, we don't, uh, we don't um, publicize their name uh, or their location. Um, the alliance is uh, is um, <clears throat> pretty strict on that for a number of reasons that I want to go into. Uh, but um, I do want to update you on some things uh, centered around that couple, why we chose that couple, how that process played out, and uh, why it's important, why uh, we feel it's important, uh, because you only had a, a, a small snippet probably on Sunday to to hear about that. <clears throat> um, so I'm not going to refer to them by name. I'm not going to refer to them by location. Uh, there is a... a uh, a location code name that the Alliance uses called Rocky Road, so you may hear that. Um, but uh, but it's important for several reasons, and let me let me just kind of uh, take a step backwards uh, and let you know that the Christian Missionary Alliance, the CNMA, who were uh, a part of the denomination of uh, a number of years ago, made a tough decision, and they're still making tough decisions on what fields they want to be in internationally, uh, what work they want to be involved in. The Alliance has been um, um, really uh, strong uh, missionary work driven, and um, as the as the work progresses, if you look at the global map, you'll see that um, there are a lot of countries that um, the spread of the gospel and uh, local national churches and people groups um, have have come to embrace Jesus, and so there's a movement by God in those countries. But there's also a lot of countries where it's just difficult to go. The Alliance calls them hard places, places where it's illegal to be uh, a Christian or places where it's illegal to proselytize, to to share your faith with an intent of introducing someone to Jesus. Places where you can't be a, a missionary. That's one of the reasons why the Alliance uses the term international worker is because some of our people are in hard places. And, and the Alliance has just made a decision that we want to be in hard places. We want to be in places where no one else is going. We want to be in places where the name of Jesus has just not been proclaimed. And so a number of years ago, they made a hard decision to pull uh, a number of uh, their workers out of places where there were national churches uh, that were surviving, that were doing well, that really didn't need um, our help and decided we're going to go to places where it's really dark, where it's really hard, where no one else is. And so uh, the alliance calls those creative access countries, and they're very serious about um, making sure that uh, their, their identity is somewhat um, kept, I won't say kept secret, but kept quiet, not publicized, uh, because um, their work could uh, risk them being kicked out of the country or losing their visa. So... So we're sensitive to that. We want to be sensitive to that. Uh, As you know, this couple, uh, this family, and where they're located, I would uh, encourage you not to to publicize that anywhere, uh, social media or anything like that, because that uh, is something that we're just sensitive to. And our partnership uh, with them uh, is really important, and so they would uh, value that as well. So that's one of the reasons. But I do want to come back to um, this idea of... um, how did we how did we select um, this uh, this couple and and what was that process? Many of you know we have a, a missions committee called a, a global action team, and um, a year ago they went through this process of establishing a vision that would act as kind of like a, a, a funnel uh, or uh, um, kind of a, a set of guidelines that drive our mission work, um, and so when uh when 15 candidates were kind of brought to us and we started investigating a partnership with uh, a new iw um we we narrowed that down to three um but we used this mission vision to help um kind of narrow it down and let me just speak briefly to it there are four aspects of this of this vision that that they uh kind of developed the first was called a missional mandate and it answers the question as to to what are we what are we doing, and the question the answer to that question uh, came out of Scripture. They they dug through Scripture and looked at the mandate by God to to um, go into the whole world and, and proclaim the gospel. And so they 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 pulled down some some key scriptures that were uh, mandates for us um, in, in what we're doing. Uh, then they established some missional motives. Uh, these things answer the question as to why. And so uh, they were centered around some things that are important to us, almost DNA things. Uh, A couple of those that, kind of helped this criteria was we want to be in relationship because we're, we're driven by community as a part of our discipleship and spiritual formation. And so we, we want to be connected to our workers overseas that way too. So relationship oriented, uh, strategic in what we do. Uh, there was also recognition that uh, we wanted to be involved in some, uh, some hard work, some justice work as well. And so that was one of the motives that, that they uh, looked at. And then thirdly, the third aspect was uh, something called a missional map. How do we do this? How will we step into these ministries? Um, and so again, uh, focusing on uh, specifically uh, justice, um, work with the poor, work with the marginalized or overlooked, uh, work with uh, refugees, the diaspora. There's more people on the move now than uh, ever in history. And so there's great opportunity in that category. <clears throat> and then a category called unreached people group. If you've never heard of that term, um, it's defined by um, uh, a people group that has no indigenous community of believing Christians with adequate numbers or resources to evangelize that people group without outside assistance. Someone needs to come to proclaim the good news and help um, bring that good news. Uh, And In the world today, there are around 7,000 unreached people groups worldwide, uh, equating to about 3.4 billion people. And so there's a recognition that most of those unreached people groups are in hard places and and there are not a lot of people going there. And so again, the Alliance has made a strategic decision. We want to be involved in those places. And New York Alliance, the missions committee, the global action team said, we also want to be involved supporting those who go to those hard places because it's hard work. And so this couple is in a hard place. And they're working uh, with an unreached people group because 97% of the people in this area are not Christian. Less than 2% are Christian. And so there's just a a, a real need there. And so so those are some of the things that the the Global Action Team looked at and said these are important for us, they're strategic for us. Um, And, you know, in Matthew 25, 14, uh, Jesus said, uh, you know, the gospel of the kingdom of heaven will be proclaimed in all the world and then the end will come. And so there's a, there's a motivation for us as believers who are called to the great commission to, to enter into that work, to make sure that those hard places are places where the gospel is proclaimed and to make sure that people have heard the name of Jesus and have an opportunity to respond, but it's hard work. <clears throat> and so, uh, this couple is stepping into hard work. They just recently, uh, Went overseas and so uh, they're in language study. You probably heard this. Uh, they're involved in relationship building and kind of finding their role among the team. So I would encourage you to pray. We're going to have more connections with this family. Uh, you can check them out on the bulletin board if you don't know. Uh, there's, a, there's a hallway that leads down to the bathrooms from the lobby of our church and on uh, their those walls are two bulletin boards. One has all global connections. I would encourage you to check that out. Uh, We are going to post information from them on that board. Uh, You'll probably also see updates, uh, prayer requests through our prayer connection that we publicize weekly. Also in the hub, um, you can pick up a prayer card that has a little bit about them, find out how to sign up for their newsletter, and then how to pray for them on a regular basis. I would just encourage you to, to engage and partner with us as we uh, start to come alongside and and uh, love this couple and the work that they're doing. So wanted to kind of give you a little brief bra- uh, be brief background. Can't talk today uh, around uh, that new partnership and encourage you to to enter in with us as we uh, look to uh, encourage them and the work that Jesus has for them. Um, hope you're having a, a great day, a restful day. Uh, may the Peace and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And again, as God continues to bless you, as you look back and look forward into this new year, the blessing that God has poured into your life, I pray that that blessing would be poured out of your life into those that, that don't know Jesus, that have never heard of his name, that, um, uh, that need to know about the goodness of our God. Peace.